girls. Um, welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting Mistakes Were Made. Uh, my name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting here with the beautiful Kristen Pennington and the exhausted Shelby Jones. Hello. Hello, our first guest. <laughs> Hi. We Fucking literally didn't even honored. give any time to settle in. No. So, okay. Oh, you're here. No, We're she, going. She here showed like three up and in an go. incredible dress, and she <laughs> couldn't find the parking spot because I didn't label any of the fucking buildings for No, us. I was confused. I'm like, this one's M, and this one's nothing. So I'm assuming it's this one. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult to order a pizza. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I live in L, and they're like, L is not fucking here. So, uh, chippity cheers. Chippity, chippity cheers. God damn. Um, we got Shelby here today to talk to us about the curious Corvid. And I don't really know where to dive in on it. I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about it because we talked about you a whole shitload on oh, here. So, yeah, you've yes. got like a whole following. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. Well, before we jump into it, I don't know Shelby and Brett does. So, oh. how do you guys know each other? Uh, I was engaged to his older stepbrother. Yeah, for a while. For a while. And then we weren't engaged. And we're still friends. I'm mm -hmm. still friends with my. Ex and his wife yeah. to be, and I'm making shoes for their wedding. And oh, it's nice. just a fun, fun thing. My favorite part about that is the uh, he hit me up. I didn't know it was happening, and he goes, uh, "We need a size for your cloak." <laughs> that sounds 100 percent like him. Uh, you got Nick. to pick the color too. Yeah, right? he's like, "I need a color for the cloak," and I was like, "I've never worn a cloak, Nick. I don't know what the fuck you want me to do." With they this come situation. in sizes, isn't it? Just like a glorified blanket? Do no, I have it's a hood? Fancier. My boxing. You know? <laughs> so you want the whole thing black? I'm not familiar with cloaks. Mm. They make some really good ones with like fur lining that are super warm. But what do you wear under it for yeah, a wedding? Is what I want. Completely naked, just like a little naked. like bow tie. Air oh, that shit out. In the woods in Montana, everybody's gonna be on acid. In October. It's yeah, I, be I, that's, I've actually been there, so that's uh, with the, with the acid in the woods. It's great. Is it awesome? It's so great. <laughs> like laying in the grass, just like. I am the world. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, it was good times. I guess that, that, that leads us into the second question, because if you're doing acid in the woods, you might find a skull. Uh, if yeah. you find a skull or two, you might wind up putting those skulls inside of things. Right. Um, Is that yeah. what it, no, I do. I do put skulls inside of things. What I haven't found it? any yet. Um, it was last January. I just had this idea where I wanted to take like a jar, mm -hmm. just a generic jar, and I was going to put a bird foot in it because I had some bird feet, <laughs> like you do. And then um, I was going to put a bird foot in it. I'm like, well, what would go good with a bird foot? So I was like, okay, maybe some preserved insects. What would go good with that? Maybe a skull. And I was just going to like put everything together and hot glue it. Yeah. Just hope for the best. And for a while, it was just glorified hot glue art. Um, just sticking it and, you know. Uh, and now it's a little bit more yeah. finessed with like fancier epoxy glue and like doing other things other than just sticking things together. Was and it something that like occurred in a manic moment or is it something that you like? No idea. I just, I, it was like, it was, it was like just, it was New Year's day. It was yeah. like the first, I remember spending a crap ton of money on, I was probably having a manic moment. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> spending like a shit ton of money no. all of a sudden. And uh, yeah, just bought a whole bunch of skulls and jars and other like weird supplies and uh, waited forever for them to come in. And by the time that they came in, I was no longer interested in it. And <laughs> like I'm prone to do. No, I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, something that we definitely have in common. Kristen's watched me go through manic spats multiple times. You know, they just spend way too much money. And then by the time that the things come in, you're like, and I don't know why I yeah. did that. <laughs> I was like, you want to start a podcast? She goes, is this like a thing you're going to give up on in a week and a half? <laughs> it's like, in all likelihood, probably. Still going. <laughs> Two months later, though. We're still rolling on the ship. 
So this so started like, back in January, just kind of last year. Last year, yeah, it's been a year. it's been like a little over a year now. I know, um, so I ordered some shit. You did, we did. Yeah, we've brought that up on the podcast yeah. before. Shelby made the lamps that we have. Like, did he say anything to you besides "I have these doll heads make these things"? Like, was there or any that back was, and forth on that? Okay, oh, I'll see them over there. That was kind <laughs> I was of gonna the, put them here, but then we were afraid right. that they were gonna hit affect the affect the. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was just kind of like, I have these cool doll heads from this thing that I did, and they've been like riding around my car with me for like a month, and uh, can you do something with them? Maybe with some skull stuff? And, yeah. and so I was, I just, you know, told him like, hey, well, if you if you want in this dollar range, I can do these things. And he's like, okay, cool. And then we picked a bobcat and a red fox, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what the skull is? Mm-hmm. The left so, is the bobcat and the right is the, the red fox. Oh, nice. I never knew what they were. Yep. Yeah, he asked me to save them and then wouldn't tell me why. I was like, that's kind of creepy. What are you going to do with them? Drive around with these heads in the trunk of your car. Well, the weirder thing is, is when I deliver them to me, I was working at, you know, like, I like to do a look at Walgreens. Surprise, surprise. And uh, he came in and he's just holding this bag. He just, like, lurks towards me. And everybody's just like, okay. Yeah. Walking up to the photo guy. booth. I have presents for you. Children's skulls right. in a plastic bag. Decapitated child stories. <laughs> gotta send you on a mission. The survivors of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I got kind of bummed out because I'm like, so do you have more of these? He's like, well, we did until like three Constant. days ago. No, yeah, they we were in a trash bag in my car for like a couple of months and he had barbecued them in a grill. So my car smelled like I had burned a body in my car <laughs> forever. I was like, I should get rid of these. <laughs> Jax, how are you going to steal my fucking towel right in front of me, dog? <laughs> what are you doing? So what would it be a part of it? You made duck last night. You wiped your hands on it. God damn. There's still residue. Where'd you get the name from? How long did it take you to name it? A few, I, it was a few weeks. Like, um, so technically, um, well, for the purpose of the art expo that I'm doing in November, yeah. I'm collaborating at the art, art expo with my friend Stevie. So she is kind of helping me with the whole endeavor, and so I was going with her trying to um, figure out a name, and it was, it was a few weeks, and she wanted to call it a few different things, and I wanted something like kind of simple, and I, I, in me, in, in my mind, uh, a, a good business name is like, like a cool thing and like a like a description or whatever and a little bit of alliteration kind of yeah and like like Wednesday's child or the guy with the thing or the is you know Calliope's chest of drawers I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like okay yeah Curious Corbett sounds pretty cool so I just went with that and then my boyfriend made me a business card with a bird on it oh that's fantastic so. Super cute. We found out the other day what a Corvette yeah, was. Yeah, we had to Google so it. It's, it's anything in the chrome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it a specific chrome or is it just a, a name? No, it. it's it's like uh, magpies, uh, rooks, jackdaws, uh, crows. All of the things that are in the crow family and mm-hmm. related are called Corvids. Nice. And it made me feel cool. stupid because I was way off when we Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what I said, but I was definitely wrong. <laughs> yeah. And you've been doing all different kinds of crazy stuff. Like, I've been keeping up with you on Facebook. You've got, like, that bee necklace I saw the other day. Got, it was brilliant. I, at this point, I've got you've a whole bunch of bee necklaces. I really like bees. Bees are my fav- favorite bug. I want to get a little tattoo yeah. of me right there. <laughs> um, and uh, so I want to incorporate a lot of bee stuff into my art here recently. So I, yeah. I um, there was this business on Amazon for Christmas mm-hmm. that my boyfriend um, was was patron. And uh, he got really excited at Christmas time. He's like, I want to tell you what I bought you. Can I tell you what I bought you? He's, I'm really excited. I'm like, okay, what did you buy me? He goes, I bought you bees. <laughs> the 
the perfect he gift. Bought, he did what? He's like, I bought you bees. I bought you ten bees. They're in a little jar, and they're coming in <laughs> in a couple days. And I'm like, okay, it was cool. It could have been worse. Could have bought you live bees. You right. Know, just open up the box <laughs> and just come out and fuck you up. I, right. Literally, your boyfriend. I gave Brett his birthday present a month early because I was like, I can't hold it in any longer. <laughs> he was so excited. He's like, I bought you bees. <laughs> Thanks, honey. And he did. He bought me this cute, like this little vial of. Ten honeybees yeah. preserved in this, this. It says insect pre- preserving solution. I'm sure it's just glorified alcohol. Mm-hmm. But um, so I was really excited about that, and I had these um, little tubey things that I made these little necklaces out of, and I glued them in the tubey things and made a bunch of necklaces out of. <laughs> Super great. And then I bought more from that company, and then they didn't come in for like four months, and yeah. I was bummed out about that. How hard is it to find stuff like that? Like, because everything that I've seen that you've done, it's like perfectly preserved. Like, how hard is it to find ones that aren't damaged? Well, Should I tag that question while we're going into it. Yeah, okay. Yes. Tag tagging is uh, right yeah, right. You're it. You're it. Oh, see, it's softer now. Um, you've had some legal issues too. Yes. So I didn't know that at the time because um because whenever Brad brought it up to me, he's like, I want a totally preserved and like articulated <laughs> full body crow, and I'm like, that's gonna be really expensive. But okay, turns out most birds in this um the the whole like United States. Uh, area yeah. are, pr- are protected under the Migratory Bird Protection Act or Protection Treaty mm-hmm. or something like hmm. that. Um, so if it's not from a barnyard or a pet or a starling, you can get like fined or jailed for having any part of it, dead or alive, or anything related to it, nests, eggs, feathers, that sort of thing. Wow. There's no way that you can prove that you didn't kill it to get it, even if you say that you found it dead. So just to protect the, the animal, they just put a blanket statement over So you it. can't just go around scooping up roadkill and being like, no, I found it. True. No, Take not for birds. I actually called the... Um, you could do like really sentimental like, what things. What if you, you took a name. picture of it on yeah, the road dead? Saying. Right. You take, you take a picture of it. You put that picture on the front of a greeting card. You send that out <laughs> when you sell the thing. And it's like, that's Charlie and its whole head's just been oh, by a fucking 18-wheeler. Yeah. Um, so you got some bird feathers. That would... Yeah, I would love Flew to do that. Corn so combine. Yep. Actually, I was driving down the other day, and I was like, what is that weird furry thing in the middle of the road? And it was a little bird just kicking his little foot. Well, it could Aww. work. It could work. We're going to workshop and right? Shelby's business idea, right? Yeah. It just could go around whacking birds work. with your car. No, because it's like, <laughs> here is the violence of death, and here is the beauty that follows after. And you <laughs> you give it a name. <laughs> this is Suzanne the Chipmunk. Oh, God. I was, she I, fell asleep in a car engine. Did you um, do it on purpose? No. My mom, my mom opened the door and a cat fell out. And it was just like up in the door, like, jam thing. Jesus. Yeah, oh. anyway, I just, I'm totally desensitized to this whole, like, death thing. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, dead cats. Dead cats are cool. No, I think it's awesome. I think yeah. it's fantastic. I don't know a whole lot of people who do, like, found-type art. You know, I do the writing thing. She makes film. I, I've met people who've, like, done stuff with, like, street trash, but I've never met anybody. Street trash? So, like, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like, found object art. Yeah. Like, you just, this is a piece of genre. I'll make it into something beautiful. Yeah, there's a beer bottle I found on the side of the road. I'm going to stuff it with roses. You know? Yeah. But I, I haven't run across somebody who does the pres- preserved bugs mm-hmm. and the skulls and all of that. It's almost like a, like a Native American-esque, you know, type of art. Hey, buddy. Yeah, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty pretty groovy. My my uncle is actually a taxidermist, so it's kind oh. of something that's sort know of. That. Yeah, well, I didn't know it for a while either. And then we went to his <laughs> house, and he had like a dead bear in his garage. Is it like, like a hobby or a profession? Um, he did hit like a like a side job type yeah. thing, kind of thing. Yeah, um, did it for a long time, and 
um, was really, really good at it, and he wanted to open, like, a deer nature preserve, not preserve, because he'd be killing them, but, like, a, <laughs> I don't know what you call it, like, like, a farm where you breed animals, and people come and shoot them, and you got, like, really high fences, yeah. and they go hunting, yeah. on, like, on your farm, mm. like, kind of like one of those things, and he's like, I'm gonna have these really exotic deer, and you'd come, and you'd give me some money, and then they shoot them, and then they give them back to me, and I stuff them and charge them more money for it. I'm like, this is this is it's great. Like, this is a great idea. It's like catch and release for taxidermy. Yeah. That's probably, I feel like, more of a sense of pride, too, because you know that that animal is your kill. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, he did that for a bit, and I um, thought that was kind of cool, and then um, I always, I don't know, thought dead stuff was cool. I, I had, like, a dead dog, dead dog uh, skull whenever I was a kid that I found in like our backyard mm-hmm. and thought that was kind of groovy so I just kind of no I've I'm, I'm, I'm all for dead things or my favorite things <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't talk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just stare at them and be like I'm superior to you <laughs> <laughs> I'm still look at me I'm still alive <laughs> I've yet to walk past that black veil <laughs> But how hard are they to find, though? Because, like, butterflies' wings and stuff are, like, super delicate. And I saw those photos of, like, the ones you were pinning. So, uh, fun fact, I cheat a little bit. There's a, <laughs> couple, there are a couple um, vendors on Etsy that sell uh, preserved insects. And that's actually a really good question um, to, like, promote, you know, people not going and getting dead birds and people going and actually getting, you know, dead, like, bugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um for most moths and butterflies, there are people in like countries that don't have like good economies that have um, gotten into butterfly farming. So what the people of the like the country do is they um, basically they some of the people are tasked with going around and catching these these different butterflies or moths, and then they put them in like a contained area where mm-hmm. they can live out their entire life and then die and then they get collected and they get sold to um you know us essentially um and then there are some that they collect the pupa of the of the bug and they sell them to different places like uh, zoos and people that have um like exhibits of butterflies Mm -hmm. which is kind of groovy and it also helps um, so it helps the economy because it gives people jobs it also helps conservation of the like ecosystems and stuff Mm -hmm. there because it promotes them it, pro- it promotes them not um, cutting down like as much forest and stuff because yeah. they need more area for the butterfly area, like butterfly farms to have. So it's kind of cool, like they so you, they don't chop out all, not down all the trees and the people get jobs and get you know money too. Are these like housed in type areas? Like how do you kind of? It's like farm butterflies I think, outside of just having a shitload of flowers. I think you have a lot of flowers. I, I haven't actually seen the setup. They just described it. I, I was I had a friend ask me yeah. about it, and so I did some more research on it. And it's it, it said you know like contained area, but I'm not exactly sure how it would be. I imagine it'd be like a lot of mesh. Just <laughs> a lot of mesh. If I'm not mistaken, I think there is a butterfly area at the zoo here, and it's like a giant kind of like mosquito net or something. Yeah. Probably something like that. Like I mean, like especially in a, in a zoo or something, it would be like it, like the 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 bird, you know, mm-hmm. the aviary bird glass. Yeah. In my head, all I could think of is like in like the second or third grade where you do the little greenhouse and like you watch it go through its life cycle. Do you guys do that in class? Um, no, I, well, I well, I, technically the class that I went to did it, but they'd already done it by the time I got to that oh, class, yeah. so I didn't get to have butterflies. So you get to see the class like watch as it go from a caterpillar and then transition all the way over, and then you leave and you're like, ah, oh, Timmy the butterfly is going to be around now. Timmy's going to be dead. <laughs> right? No, they um froze them. <laughs> Because they they got um, non-native species of butterflies, and you can't release these things that are non-native species. Why wouldn't species? you just get like a monarch? And- right, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a butterflies, and they're not actually. 
actually native to this area, so what we're going to do is we're going to put them in the freezer and they're going to go to sleep. That's <laughs> traumatic to do that to a child. <laughs> like, good luck. <laughs> so they just killed all of them. They just made you all think they were fine. just not tell you. Be yeah. like, oh, we released them. They're gone now. <laughs> like, why they're, would you tell a child I know. That? I'm like, come on, adults. Like, I feel like you should have the wherewithal. Like, no, maybe don't tell us you're murdering all of our things. They, they went to that butterfly sky. And, should have told yeah. you they were cryogenically freezing them for the future. They were just going to release them all later like Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> After global warming, we're going to re-release all these children's butterflies yeah. in the world. My school wasn't that cool. We did the, like, plant a, a small plant in a styrofoam cup, and that was as cool as it got. I, remember I didn't even do that. that. I feel like, I, I know that in high school I made some ice cream once. That was, that was fun. I failed chemistry. I didn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> did you have Miss Richardson? She was, she was great. She was great lady. No, she's the reason why I didn't fail, because she pulled me in, like, two days before I was, we were supposed to graduate and was like, um, we need to go over your test scores because you are having some fucking issues. Oh. <laughs> oh. I still have nightmares where I haven't um, graduated high school. I well, like You're in luck because our reunion was like yesterday. Oh, yeah, it was like before. two nights ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, your reunion. My I've had that same nightmare before. Like, while I was in college, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't graduate high school and they're going to kick me out of college. <laughs> yeah, mine's always like, I, I realize at the end of the year that I haven't gone to third period math the entire year. Mine was history. Didn't <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't go to math. What's going on? What's wrong with me? And then I just fail and I cry and I wake yeah. up with, like, cold sweat. Same scenario, but it was history. I wonder what that means. <laughs> There's probably some dream psychology to that. It makes you feel any better. I live in the nightmare where I did go to that third period <laughs> math class and I am... Fucking got no no better for it. it did, I think it you were in help. my third period. It was I mean, it was a good it was a good yeah, sometimes you know technically my physical body was in the room. Yeah. Mathematically nothing has been learned. Oh. No, it does like no. Spanish. No no fuck math and fuck Spanish. You don't need either one of those situations going on. You don't need to learn a foreign language. You don't need numbers. Okay, you just the government is trying to control you. Probably yep. Big Brother's always watching. <sighs> Can't even buy birds. <laughs> That's interesting, though. Even if it's not an endangered species, yeah. that they still regulate that. Well, part of the it, it it went into effect in like the 20s or the 30s, and at that point in time, they were that forward thinking back then. Well, kind of. Uh, at the time, they weren't, and then they they progressed a little bit. What happened was at that point in time, women's fashion included a lot of millinery stuff, so like really pretty hats. And on the, little, on the like really ostrich. pretty hats, they had, well, ostriches are um, a barnyard. Well, like the, the ostrich feather. Yeah, yeah, but like, you, but yeah, you'd, um. I don't know a lot about the type of fashion. But yeah, you'd put like feathers and bird wings and shit, yeah. and like sometimes full stuff birds, on hats. And they were so popular that they were over hunting the birds and taking too many of them, and a lot of birds went almost endangered at that point in time. So they're like, hey, let's not do that and yeah. protect all of them just in case. Which is kind of why the butterfly thing is neat, because they're not actually farming from the ecosystem, so they're breeding. They're, they're, yeah, they're breeding them, yeah. So, I mean, they collect a few at the beginning, and then they just encourage them yeah. to do more. And so they leave some, and then they take they're some. They're not actually, yeah, like affecting the actual ecosystem. No, and they've actually, I, I, I read a thing on that, that they're, that they're definitely not affecting the ecosystem as far as, um, like, decreasing the population at all, because they've 
you know, done some some like sample like research type stuff, and the butterfly populations are still pretty much the same in the areas where they're not farming, mm -hmm. where they're like collecting a little bit from. So they have you know detrimentally affected the area, which is pretty cool. So, so I saw the photo you posted on your which Shelby has a Facebook page. Is there a specific URL, or is it just called the Curious Corbin? Huh. I think ah. it's the Curious Corbin thirteen. Um, that would be your email address. Is it? Can you grab my phone right there? I can probably tell you. It is you. the Curious Corbin thirteen at gmail.com. I think my Instagram Facebook is the Curious Corbin. It's gonna have a picture of Shelby Jones. I was saying a second ago, I saw on your Facebook page like the whole butterfly pinning thing. Like how? Like what is that? Why do you do it? How difficult is it? It's like, so. That's actually kind of like an. Uh, What's the word looking for? Budget-friendly option. Um, <laughs> whenever you get insects, most of the time you have an option. If you're if you're purchasing them online, you have an option to get them closed, which means their wings are together, or they're like if it's like a beetle, like their back armor shit is yeah. like together or whatever. Or you can have them pinned and mounted, which means that their wings are posed and out. Their feet are all nice and stuff. Um, if you get them posed and mounted they are a lot more expensive, like six to $10 more expensive because they're so delicate and it's kind of like a process to um, do it without tearing the wings. Right, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to do. This is not loading, that's fine. Is that like the one that we have, the cicada in there where it's spread out? Is yeah, that yeah, that, that's, that's, that came that way. Mm -hmm. um, I think that one I got, actually got, because the lady, she does a thing where she like de-stashes. She has just tons and tons of bugs and she's like, hey, this one's gonna be on clearance because I've got 37 of them. <laughs> She'll just make them cheaper. I'm like, hey, great, I'm gonna buy like 15. Um, but yeah, so, so it's, it's more like, budget friendly if you get the ones that are together mm -hmm. and so I bought a bunch of those and decided I was going to practice with them and so you have to spread the wings yourself mm -hmm. and pin them down yeah it's oh. and it's I'd be so nervous oh, oh my gosh I was, you I was like toothpick like no well I kind of well so the process is good, good job um the process <laughs> is you uh have to rehydrate rehydrate them in a rehydration chamber which is basically a uh, piece of Tupperware that you've put wet paper towels in and then you put them in there and their little paper they come in like a little paper thingy. Put them in their, in their paper thingy and then you put paper towels over it and you close the Tupperware and for like two days you have to leave it in your fridge. And after two days, mine were not as floppy as the guy on the tutorials were. So I was like, oh, I've done this wrong. Um, but apparently it's supposed to be the way. It's actually, it, it's terrifying because they're still stiff. So you have yeah. to like really pry them apart and then just. If you break them, you just lost $10. Yeah. Oh. Also, like, I don't know if it's different when they're dead, but, like, the coloring wipes off of wings really easy. So is They're scales. Um, they're tiny little, tiny little scales that are on the wings. And, yeah, if you, if you handle them too much, they can um, come off. Yeah. What you're supposed to do is you hold them, like, there's, like, the body, and there's, like, a little bit of wing. Mm -hmm. You hold them, like, right here. And, and if you pinch on it, it, like, spreads the wings. And you can, it, what I did to not. Um, it's like the head and the butt. Or the, the well, the head in the middle of the butt. Oh. <laughs> they have a middle to the they butt? Have middle and then the butt. The, big, the butt is big and the middle is small and then there's. <laughs> he is just like learning all the anatomy well. of butterflies. I, but yeah. I should have paid a lot more attention in school. <laughs> it's okay. It's I don't know anything about bugs. I was like, we made butterflies. I'm like, what'd you learn? Like, butterflies are pretty. That's I, mean, I didn't know this shit. Yeah. Um, continue. So. Uh, yeah, no. Um, so you do that, and if you um, use wax paper or this stuff called glassine, which is like really fancy wax paper, you just put it on the wing, and it doesn't transfer as much of the um, scales off, so you can do it a lot more easily. Yes. Um, but 
the gentle technique is you just kind of, well, that's a gesture. You just <laughs> crank your hands in there and just kind of smush them to the side and then um, hope that you don't break them. I mean, I'm sure there's a better way to do that, but um, I haven't found so, it yet. Have you so, broken any yet? Not yet. Um, no shit. Yeah, I'm actually I think I knocked the first thirty. I, I smudged one, smudged one of them, but I have not broken any yet. But part of the reason why I haven't broken any of them is um, another thing that you can do to rehydrate rehydrate them is take um, like an insulin uh, syringe with a little needle on the end, and you just uh, take some water and you inject it in their thorax, and it um, pumps into the muscles that. Uh, connect to their wings and yeah, rehydrate the muscles so that's easier for them to relax and you can uh, push the wings out. You're like the reanimator. <laughs> yeah, great, it's, it's great pretty cool. Horror it's cool film. Um, Instead of Frankenstein's monster, it's Shelby's butterfly. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> that should be the name of your novel. <laughs> that's, that's fucking brilliant. What's your uh, favorite piece that you've made so far? Ooh, um, I like your new shadow box. I like my new shadow box. I don't know if it's my favorite though. I don't know. I really liked one that I made for my friend Maeve. Um, two, well, two that I made for my friend Maeve. I made her. She did. She had a badger and a gray fox, with cicadas that were really pretty, and the lights looked really pretty. They were like all glowy and stuff. And she had smoky quartz, and I think labradorite in the next one. I don't really remember, but it was really cute. I really liked it. Um, put the stones in there. Yeah, as well. crystals we'll and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think one of ours is stones, right? I think both of them. You got you got amethyst. You've got um, ammonite, which is a, a fossil. I believe you have ammonite, and then you're you've gonna got... have to explain all of that to me in a minute. <laughs> you, you, they got the party rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was really just, it was just. I think the reason why I liked it so much is it was really neatly shaped terrarium. It was really expensive terrarium, but it was really cool looking, so I thought it was worth it. And then the other one like opened up really pretty. I don't know. It was really cute. I liked it. Um, also, badger skulls are really cool to me. So I saw that one, which I think that was before uh, Brett had you make our lamps like forever ago, where you had a skull vomiting crystals out of its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of the ones for me. <laughs> That's that one of the ones that I really like. That was neat. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, and the headdress was insane. Like, yeah, that was really that, pretty. He showed me that the other night. Was that all flowers and stuff, or how did that? One Is that the one with the rain? Uh, the, the reindeer yeah, antlers. The deer like, antlers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that was. Uh, I also preserve flowers. Uh, that's a fun hobby of mine, and uh, yeah, I just again it was in my super hot glue days, and so I just had glued a bunch of like. What are you doing in, in, in a place with a hot glue gun? Um, so you can still use hot glue, and hot glue is for things that like you can't sit and hold for a long period of time. But I've been using this stuff. I think it's called like foam craft or foam glue, and it's and it's a, like a gel glue. It's really thick, so it it's it's stays really well. Mm -hmm. Whereas hot glue has the tendency to peel off of things. It's like a little brittle. Yeah, and then I've also been using. Um, resin and epoxy. What did you better. use for the base for the headdress? Like, what are all those flowers glued to? Uh, so, uh, I take uh, really thick wire, and I make it look like this, which <laughs> is like little V's. And then I take um, some cardboard, and I cut it into like a, a ellipse shape, and glue it, and then um, I take uh, elastic and put it in the back so that it can like change yes. like different shapes for people's heads and stuff. And uh, then the main part of it where I was gluing everything was the base of the skull of the um, deer that I was using, like the skull cap of it. So that was where nice. part of it was mounted. I think I saw, if I'm not mistaken, that you had done like negatives to do your own skull molds on there. So not yet. I'm actually trying to do that. I um, actually was talking to my friend Megan yesterday about doing that, which is like a really like 
involved process. You have to make a box and then fill it with clay halfway and then stick your thing in it halfway and then fill the other half of it with silicone and you flip it over and then you stick like little like these little bumpy things in it so that it has like little like ridges to go in. Mm -hmm. And then you take all the clay off and then you spray it to make it not adhere to the other side of the silicone and fill that side with silicone and then you have two pieces of a mold. But the um, stuff, the silicone that you are suggested to use is like $187 for a gallon of it. Oh. So I haven't started oh, that part shit. yet. Yeah, I, it's, it's really expensive, so I haven't decided to Fucking Christ, yet. what do they use it for? Uh, unicorn Glue and, and uranium yeah. to nuclear bombs? So, <laughs> when you do eventually get that done, what would you use to make the actual skull? It would be um, just pouring resin into it, um, but there's a lot of like really cool resin crafts that I've been looking into recently that are really, really cool iridescent spooky skulls and you know neat stuff like that um so i'm gonna start i'm gonna get basically the cheaper versions of all of that stuff um in bulk and then practice a while with that because i don't want to buy something that's that expensive and then really fuck it up. yeah so bad. would that version when you eventually get there be more expensive than buying a regular skull or cheaper so like it's beginning it'd be more expensive um but my idea is i like to use skulls but i've had a couple people mention hey i like critters and i don't want to kill them and i'm like okay mm -hmm. cool so they're not killing them right? they're not killing this is them. the they're vegan version right this is the vegan dead. version again i bring up my gift cards <laughs> <laughs> you're like not my fault jessica <laughs> This shit got tagged by a truck. We right. live in Tennessee. Birds just fall out because of the humidity <laughs> every day. Right. I just I found it. It's just it was there. Yeah. I don't know. Um, when poor little chirp chirp. When poor little chirp chirp dies, <laughs> I'm collecting his corpse. Oh. Taking him to your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> we got a rapping bird. I don't know if you listen to this at all. But no, I, I haven't learned to listen to that particular. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a bird. We have a bird that, that for about a month would sit outside and be like, chick, 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 chick. I could sit out there and no bullshit freestyle to the beat that poor little chirp chirp was making every goddamn night. He's trying to get laid because no, there was a lady chirping back at him. Oh, and him. he did. And now there's a nest and poor little chirp chirp. He's he's growing old fast. You right. know. There's some responsibilities. Yeah, now. but when he dies, fuck those laws, dog. Right. Just going down, fight the power. The government is not going to. We're not going to let the government get in the way of the art, Shelby. Appreciate that. <laughs> I, I'm not. This is guerrilla radio. Kill these, but if someone Do else wants to do it for him. <laughs> but yeah um yeah but like uh as far as that goes roadkill is fun um trying to get into collecting roadkill uh which sounds <laughs> awful and disgusting but um, i will help you do, okay. open top jeep i will drive down all the all back roads a with a shovel and a bunch of bags oh. no dude i'm telling you i'm gonna be out there all smoking you need is weed five, five <laughs> bucket with a lid and some vinyl gloves and you just See, you see, just scrape that motherfucker off yeah. the freeway. As long as it's not like super flat, because if it's super flat, then it's, and it's been run over like. Do you get so hit in the little access road across the street like once a week? I, I could bring you dead deer. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I, have, I have an app on my phone that's like the Fish and Wildlife Agency, and if you um, and it's specifically for letting them know that you found a deer, so you let them know that you found a deer within forty-eight hours of finding the deer, and they're like, okay, cool, you can have it. So huh. it's not deer season, and I don't have. Well, I don't want to eat roadkill. So how much? Right. 
because I didn't even think of that, like, that there would be laws involving that. How much research did you have to do into that? Uh, quite a bit. Um, I actually called our did, local... Did you do any before you started? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's what we found out when we started this goddamn thing. They were like, oh, there's laws. There's certain things you just can't scream into a microphone. <laughs> didn't think anything of it um i had purchased some bird parts before that i have them legally like legally i'm allowed to to own them because they are european birds part bird parts i can sell them technically Mm. i did not obtain them in a legal fashion but i did not realize that at the time (laughs) because that is called an admission that's a microphone now you've entered my world of hell well, <laughs> now that I have them, there's not a lot that can be like done about it. But like at the time, whenever I was purchasing things, well, at least someone purchased it for me. Um, yeah. They, no one mentioned like importing and exporting that you have to have like you have to pay like ninety nine dollars every time you import or export anything mm-hmm. that's like animal related. Um, you can't just like be mailing that stuff around. So, yeah. You think whoever was selling it to you would, would know mention that it and yeah. be like, no. yo. <laughs> No, um, he just, I actually have asked a couple people about that. I'm like, so how do you mail to the United States? Do you have like permits and stuff? He's like, no, I just send it as arts and craft supplies. I'm like, (laughs) you do what? He's like, yeah, I just write arts and craft supplies on the box and then it's fine. I'm like, oh, that does not seem legal. But half of my business is animal parts. The other half is cocaine and they are both art and animal supplies. Like we got (laughs) someone in Italy wanting to distribute our film that we did together. And like, it is so much research into like, what's legal? it's not legal how do i protect myself so they don't steal my shit and yeah God, we've been in, a, in an argument with an italian lawyer for like two months now and <sighs> yeah it's fun. kind of it's a headache we have no legal support i just get my brother he graduated from a law school not a lawyer so no, I call, but he knows something i keep referring to him as my legal advisor because <laughs> <laughs> he is technically reading the contracts <laughs> Stuff and running a business is a pain in the ass. No, it's the same thing that you're. Do you have a website for this or an Etsy just, store? Just the, just the Facebook, just the right, Facebook now. For um, right now. So I have thought about doing. Hey, baby. Um, <laughs> I've thought about doing an Etsy store for a very long time because I've done over the years. I've done just crap tons of different types yeah. of crafts. Just forever. I've always done just hobby crafts, and. Um, I don't want to say, hey, my stuff is super great. Because no, it is super well, fucking is. great. I bought Thank two you. of them. They're still sitting on my kitchen counter. Thank you. I have invited you as the first guest to be here on our show. Everything you do is super great. You're, You're fucking such a nice creative boy. Such a nice and boy. brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, okay, so my stuff might or might not be actually pretty great. Um, <laughs> and I've always enjoyed making things. And I've had a lot of people say, hey, your stuff's really cool. You should sell it. The problem with that is, number one, I need to really look into, like, legality stuff for each state. Because there's stuff that, like, like in California. There, yeah, like in California specifically, there's, like, a lot of laws concerning things like that. Where you can't have anything of that nature. Or you can't collect it or something. I'm not exactly sure, but there's a lot of, like, specific specifications on California. And then there's other states where you can't own a... Like, in Tennessee, you can't own any part of a bear um, huh. for some reason. Or, like... Or, we don't even have those. Who fucking came up with those laws? I don't know. Or you can't... Or you can't pick up any type of bear. I don't know. There's some there's some type of law with, like, you can't have certain parts of bear or something like that. And you have to, like, <laughs> tag deer within a certain amount of time. And then you can't have certain types of birds out of the season unless you have, like, declared them on something. But you can buy wolf pelvis or whatever the fuck you were telling me about the other day. You were, t- you were like, I'm waiting on wolf paws and something. Oh, pelvis. coyote claws, and then I'm getting some, some <laughs> unknown animal pelvis. Unknown okay. animal I don't pelvis? Know, 
me. You're buying unspecific animal pelvises. Well, it's it's a little one. Um, <laughs> and then I've got. Yeah, it's gonna come from a baby in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's possible. He didn't say this is a serial killer trying to ship off the body. Right? I'm looking at him like this looks kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh what kind God. of pelvis is this? It's a it's a thirty year old hooker. <laughs> yeah, I bought a bunch of claws and a pelvis and a, a possum skull and some other uh, some coyote toe bones. Those were fun. Um, bought a bunch of that and then um, got some other bones or teeth or something like that for another from another lady. And then I had just re- recently made a transaction on Etsy with a guy who has a really good um, dead animal like skull and taxidermy business of a bunch of different skulls and those are the ones I want to see if I can make casts of so okay I have a question so um, they're not dead so that's you're not dealing with like a a dead human but like the baby teeth are there laws on that because they're human bones I don't think so and there's actually not a law (laughs) restriction on human bones as far as like, <laughs> like how you obtain them, yes, like don't go and kill a baby and yeah. get their and harvest yeah, those things. But like my mom has teeth. a bag of my baby teeth, and I could oh, make I them into a necklace. Um, mom, if you're listening, she gave up on episode two because I started making jokes about how we bought a, a, a toy for Jax that looks a lot like a dildo, and she she's, she's like, oh, dildo. The show was too out. sexual. She wasn't, she wasn't happy about it. Like, oh, it's a little too, you know, uh, not risque. And. Um, but no, I, 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 that's hilarious. That I'm gonna hit mom up. On human I'm gonna, gonna hit yeah. mom up. Have her send me my teeth. You can make a necklace out of my teeth, totally. and then I'll give it to mom for Mother's Day. Oh, she might never perfect. talk to me. She again. probably won't. Yeah, there's, there's, there are laws governing like what you do with human parts. I don't know a lot of them. I just know that from what I have like done research on um i'm part of a vulture culture group on facebook and people are posting left and right like their full articulated like medical skeletons in their you know living room that are like real real yeah like this is jimmy and he's 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 dead he died 30 years ago and he's in he's in my foyer um uh yeah so that's i thought i was gonna get cremated but i've changed my mind if i die while you're still alive you can have my bones you buy a love seat you get four or five people and just pose them for a fucking <laughs> permanent family picture. Right? That we're like, that's going to be us in 60 years. <laughs> There's a country that does that. They dig up their dead relatives and dress them up for like different holidays. And pictures I them. think it's in Mexico. They, it's they, something they like pose that. the corpses. Yeah, and they're like, the hey, what's up? And they take so pictures of them. So it's like a dude, he's just dead, and they've got like his fingers pinned to his mouth so he can hold his cigarette. Yeah. And somebody just keeps coming up and lighting the cigarette. Oh and, it's like, and we are not joking. This no, is no, no thing. shit. they got like Air Jordans on. It's like, bro, you ain't sitting on the fucking corner in Harlem. Dog. You died in Tijuana. Aww. Who the fuck is doing that to your body? Why are they doing that to your body? Because they miss them so much. Mm. But they got the Day of the Dead. That's the greatest way to celebrate death. Right? You just dig them up and have a good time. <sighs> have you bought any, um, like, animal parts or anything that still have, like, the skin on them? Like, taxidermy stuff or anything? Um, the, I bought the deer antler set about a couple of deer antler sets and one of them is from a button deer which is like little short uh curly not curly but like i don't know funky looking horns and it's got a little bit of like skin on the top and it's kind of leathery still has the hair on it um bought that one but mostly no um i don't think 
I bought some bird feet the other day that still had some like weird little feather bits on them, and I still dozed in some alcohol because they were kind of gross. I thought you said bird feed, and I was like, what the fuck? Bird feed. That's why I said I lure them in and it's then bump them. It's people. Bird feed is people. <laughs> Soylent green. Soylent green is people. How do you do, uh, like, how do you go about, right, like, you're making something, how do you go about the, the, the color balancing? Oh, I'm terrible at that. That's like... No, you're, no, you're brilliant. <clears throat> I'll, I'll bought your shit. Quit beating yourself up. No, okay, so uh, maybe that's not the right terminology. <laughs> um, it's not that I'm terrible at it. It takes me, like, forever because I don't, like, so, so you have people who are like, this color goes with this color and complements this color. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's perfect balance. And I'm like, ah. So I have to just keep, like, moving it and, like, taking it and... <laughs> Putting things in and taking things out. I'm like, do this you just put random stupid. things in and try to create a balance out of the chaos that is that? Work. Yeah, I just keep putting things together and then taking them back out until finally something looks like less stupid than I, you know, that I can just tolerate it. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Um, and then everyone's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. I'm like, yeah, but that's wrong with it. And this is a funny color. And that's like, got clearly like glue hanging off of it. But they're like, no, it's great. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's the thing that I think is so crazy about the lamps that you made for us. Like, they have all this like bizarre stuff like their skulls, their crystals, their doll heads, and it doesn't look unnatural. It looks like literally just some structure I found out in the forest. My favorite part is that where we've got them sit, when I know the maintenance guys are coming in, <laughs> I spin them around. And it's like, welcome to my humble abode. I've got Charles Manson magnets on the refrigerator, books about serial murder, letters written all over the goddamn right. walls. And, you uh, should just tie some strings to things just to just to mess with them. That just that don't make any sense. You know, it's like this every, is connected to that, and then it's yeah. all connected to this Everything connects to the Van Gogh painting and then to my father's shadow box. Right. <laughs> and then I, I, I do lines from, from <laughs> grandpa to dad. <laughs> everything connects. You, you have to, to, have you have to dive under of, it to get into the back bathroom. You used to have like a wall of death in the back of the kitchen. Yeah, I had a, I had a list <laughs> they of probably think you're weird. random scares I could fit on a note card, and I would write them down, and I would pin them up all over there, and it would just be some of the most fucked up thoughts that I would have throughout the day. Right, like you do. Yeah, and then the maintenance guys started coming in here to fix the dishwasher, so I took them all down. Right. Because like, yeah, yeah. you don't want to like, just have them call in like, an anonymous yeah, tip on the call. Yeah, you can't just like, the talk yeah, a yeah. whole story about filleting a child to death. <laughs> right, and they're like, I think he really did this. No, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like he All the things you can get away with Brent's, Googling before some like CIA person comes to your house. Brett's a little out of oh, Brett's on mind. a list somewhere. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> the plus side is I work in that pocket shop and so like my whole goal in life is I do my most fucked up research on their computer there you go. it never goes back to my MacBook <laughs> <laughs> that's a smart way of taking care of it do you have an Etsy shop or you did we, we we talked I, was gonna say, I know well, we, we I, don't I, have a website but I couldn't remember I um I want to have an Etsy shop I, I haven't got I, I have this problem with like ABCDE of Dolphin where I don't <laughs> like linearly explain anything but Etsy shop so I've always wanted to have an Etsy shop and I've always done crafts and I've always had people tell me hey your art's really cool you should do an Etsy shop and I never had enough faith in my art at the time at the time to do an Etsy of any sort um because there are so I do all handmade stuff and I take all these things and I spend forever working with it and I you know preserve my own flowers and I like you know research all this different stuff to get the different things that I have and it's, you know, arty art. And then there are some, and no offense if you do this, but like ladies in their late 30s who are like, I'm a craft person. And they'll take like a two by four and paint it white and then wrap a little piece of ribbon around it, paint a face on it, and they're like, it's a snowman for $30. No, there are literally girls that I like, 
grew up with that's still in my hometown that sells shit they monogram. So it's like some cheap ass t-shirt they bought from like Walmart and then they're like, oh, I'll put your initials on it, but they're not even in order. Right, so. no, and then, and the thing is, I, I, have, I have a friend who does, who does, um, has a, an embroidery machine. And it's, what she does is she'll like digitize all this stuff, which takes her like hours, and then she'll like create a pattern and then she'll upload the pattern into her like $3,000 machine and then like it does all this cool stuff. That's already me going A, B, C. A, C, B. Aha. Uh, I and gotcha, then, you And then putting it on a shirt and, and being then like. steam pressing right? it. Right. And like, it'll wash off in a couple of weeks. Like, no. Yeah, no. Like, and it just makes me sad because these people are super, a lot of times super, super successful because it's really kitschy and cute. And, you know, you can spit, you can convince someone to pay 30 bucks for this 2x4 that looks like a snowman <laughs> because it's, you know, it's art. Well, it's the same thing that cute. we're trying to do, you know, both of us and you. Is we, you you got to dig for that niche audience. Mm-hmm. You find the niche, you're fucking good to go. Yeah, and I've realized that there's more of an audience than I thought initially yeah. that there would be no, for it's weird a, stuff. No, yeah. it's fantastic. It's, it's fucking brilliant. And if you're listening to this, you need to go fucking buy some of the stuff. There's literally a Facebook incredible. group that we're both in that's weird finds from yeah, thrift stores. Like, like oh. there are lots of people that are like looking for the like bizarre stuff out there. Yeah, so no, I would definitely make an Etsy shop. Yeah, it's what I learned early on when I started the Nightmare Box. Was that I was able to hit by myself, 2,000 people. I don't know 2,000 people. We picked up Utah yesterday, right? <laughs> I don't know anybody Sorry. in Utah, to my knowledge. <laughs> We're at uh, 12 states currently. Oh, that's exciting. Let me refill you guys. Oh, just so nice. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm out of ice. Definitely make an Etsy shop. How long does it take to make this stuff like normally? Like the bigger yeah. stuff? The, the bigger part. stuff, it, I mean, I would, if you condensed it, probably like three or four hours. But I mean, it'll take That's me. Fast. Well, it'll take me the course of like several days or weeks, yeah. like, like, like half an hour to an hour at a time. Because my problem is, is I get like really frustrated with things, and I end up hating it for a bit, so that I have to like come back to it. That's and, all artists. Yeah. Though. So I'll, <laughs> you'll I'll, forever feel that way. Yeah, I'll look at it for so long. I'm like, this is just really ugly right now, and you need to, I need to not do this. And so I, for his things, he, it took me forever to make them because I just kept putting them. And this is what the past like several projects I've done. I kept like making it and putting it together, and then I would look at it. I'm like, this is just hideous, and I ripped it apart like several different times. Do you do any sort of like uh, drawing or? Oh hell no! No, I can't, I can't do. I know you sent me a picture once, and it was just a, a a doll head on top of a salt container. It was. <laughs> and I was like, "Is that what we're going for?" Because like, I'm not sure that was my vision, but I mean, that's like what you gave me to. no other context. It was just a doll head on a salt container, and I was like, "I'm gonna need an explanation because I'm not." I was using it that. as a base to put I, straws. No, now I know it because now I know the you know the final product. Right. It's so interesting to watch it all come together so what, one of the things you have is actually a um a, i think it's an upside down candle holder that i'm pretty sure i got from google <laughs> nice. and it's it's holding it's like a pedestal that's holding your stuff where do you find all the containers you put them in because you have like a lot of really pretty containers that you put them uh, in those may or may not have come from hobby lobby <laughs> like but like no i saw like something you posted recently that was like one of those gold and glass geometric shapes and those aren't cheap like i've looked at those before no so they're not find those so, crazy, like, the geometric glass terrariums those yeah. things are yeah. like 20 30 bucks a piece they those are. things are expensive and it, it makes me sad so for <laughs> there was this website i don't remember what it was called it was like christmas trees or something like that it was a really oddly named website and it sold craft paraphernalia and um 
whenever I searched on it, um, it had these little terrarium things and they were like 12 bucks. I'm like, hey, 12 bucks, I can do 12 bucks. So I bought a few of them and then I put someone's, you know, project in it. And then I went to the same website and got the same thing like two months later and it was two inches smaller. They had changed like what they were using. So it was the same skew, but they, it was like, I didn't realize that it was a, a seven inch as opposed to like a nine inch. Yeah. Um, so now I have those just kind of sitting in my closet. So I bought those. And so I have those extra, um, I'll go, I, I, there's a lot of just like certain me just sitting on Google for like an hour, just start seeing if I can find them for wholesale. And there's not a lot of really good places where you can get them wholesale, but for the majority of stuff they have right now, um, one of the craft stores in town just had a super great sale where like most of that stuff was on clearance, like nice. 60, 60 or 70% off. Have you been to that join up the square mm-hmm. where they sell like all the broken glass and stuff? No. There's what is that? There's a place on the square for people who make, uh, Stained uh, What do you call it? Um, oh, you take a stained wooden board and you, you, you put the stained glass, like you glue it and you... Oh, mosaics? Mosaics, yeah. yeah. Like there's like a mosaic shop in town. Oh. It's like right off That's of really Main. That's cool. Yeah, you should check that place out. They might have that. They might have somebody who makes those kind of things. Well, well for, for Valentine's Day, my boyfriend got me a soldering iron. What's his name? Oh, we his gotta name's get... Turner. It's a Turner! Hi, Turner. Turner! Yay, Turner. To, to Turner. I like him a lot. He's a great boyfriend. Um, I need to meet Turner. Uh, you need to meet Turner. He's like, so what are you doing tonight? I'm like, so I'm going to go do like a podcast thing. <laughs> <laughs> going to be interviewed. My but... other bipolar friend is... Right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's totally... It's, it's all about dead animals. He's like, okay. Whatever. No, like, so he bought me, he bought me a, a solid your location iron. when you get there so I know where to find the body. Right? Um... He, he bought me a, a soldering iron for, for my Valentine's Day yeah, and, yeah, and a yeah. bunch of um, like stuff to go with it. And then he, at uh, one of the craft stores they had, I guess it's where people have like taken out the glass sheets and then accidentally broken them. They cut them into like little smaller pieces and then sell like an oops box. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like seven bucks for like this stack this big of like bro- or, uh, little glass you know, squares or whatever. And his idea was, hey, so a sheet of glass at Lowe's is like 18 bucks and it's super, super big. So why don't you figure out how to make these with like soldering them together and then you can just get like four or five for 20 bucks as opposed to one of them for 20 bucks. I'm like, that's, that's pretty cool. He is your Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had that conversation before, like having supportive partners being important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was really great. Um, so far, I'm really terrible at it. Uh, I've made <laughs> two or three little boxes. yourself up, love. It's okay, I'm still really terrible really at fall them, apart, so. so, I mean, I can't say that they're great if, like, I open it up and pieces of it, like, came off. No. <laughs> Well, it's not necessarily my fault. Um, I there like are some uh, steps that were like left out of the little tutorial. Well, you're I still watched. learning. You're yeah, on I'm still the learning. mistakes were made I, podcast. Right, I am. Embrace <laughs> the mistake. Embrace the mistakes. So, so yeah. <laughs> Why are you gonna say it like I'm on Oprah? Fuck you. Embrace the mistakes. Oh, you get a car. And you get a car. Everybody gets a car. Um, so, so, so yeah, uh, apparently you have to like clean off the glass with the alcohol so that the tape actually sticks to the glass, but I didn't know that. So there, there, there's like oil in the glass. Mm. I didn't realize there was oil in the glass. So all the tape just started coming off. I'm like, why is my thing falling apart? <laughs> I worked so hard on it. But now I know how to do it better. Than do you have to right wear like gloves or anything when you work with that kind of Probably. stuff? Probably. Because like whenever... Um... I haven't done that. <laughs> 
like doing. I'm probably getting skin cancer. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Absolutely. I mean, you don't transfer the oil on your fingers because when you're like changing the light bulbs and like lights for films, you can't touch them with your bare hands. I learned that with the, the light on my car. Yeah. That. Yeah, you can't touch it with your bare that. hands because the oils from your own skin will well, destroy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I. I went to go change the thing on my car. Boyfriend's just like, don't touch it. I'm like, well, why not? He's like, cut it up. I'm like, oh, okay. Guess not. Um, no, I'm sure I'm supposed to wear uh, gloves, especially since, like, I'm, like, soldering and the soldering iron liquefies the flux and then it frequently drips. Yeah, if there's anything that you're dealing with that liquefies anything, your hands don't, don't stand a goddamn chance. No, not at all. So I've, I've definitely burnt a couple fingers mm. and um, there's, you know, broken glass, obviously, because you have to, you know, there's a like, little glass scoring tool and then you snap it apart and that can cause problems too. So gloves, I don't normally wear them. <laughs> I have started wearing a mask though, which is probably, probably. Oh, that's, yeah, because that's that's it, the the soldering fluid. It's I don't remember what it's called at the moment. It's called something. Um, but there's like a fluid you have to put on the the metal tape, and it causes the soldering iron to make the flux. No, no, that's not flux. Yeah, flux is the, the liquid. What I'm talking about the solder. <laughs> solder. Yeah, the, the solder stuff. Um, it causes it to liquefy and then get stuck to the metal. Well, that stuff whenever you touch your iron to it steams i guess but it steams this chemical instead so i've it does not smell good i'm sure i've got it's probably some carbon of, fucking monoxide you've been not. sleepy lately <laughs> so yeah it's, it's probably not good for me to be inhaling but i definitely have inhaled a separate you so i started wearing it with the 75 cent max yeah that's why, that's why i got a nail i need to get an actual respirator because i've been drilling bones to it and apparently bone dust is like yeah that's so best, bad for you yeah it's apparently comparable to asbestos getting in your lungs so bone bad dust for you. yeah that's terrible, terrible for you. For you. she bought a grinder so i could grind his nails did i kill myself yesterday what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really, really bad, bad for you. you. Yeah. Fucking so. mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to die of cancer before it's we like get famous. like the popcorn lung thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you can't breathe that shit in. No, people are still using vape pens. Yeah, those are really bad for you. <laughs> I'm going to stick the cigarettes and alcohol. I right? know what they do. Tried and tested. You know you know the evil that you're getting into. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. If I die, you can have my skull. <laughs> well, thank you. You but if you die, team. I get to have your skull. And the difference is... She's like, I don't know. <laughs> the difference is I don't know how to turn your skull into art, so I'm just going to... Just have it. So have gonna, it on I'm a gonna, spike. Yeah, I'm going to lord it around. Like, yeah, it'll be like your talking stick. Yeah, like, well, you get the stick and you get the stick. Yeah, it'll be talk. my pop filter no, for the podcast. Um, I'm going to yell around Shelby's skull. Those old school door knockers that was like a face and then the knocker was in the mouth of the yeah, face. Yeah, there you go. It will have the knocker every, in your every mouth. Every day, anytime anybody wants to visit me, they got to punch Shelby in the head. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on board with this. This is fine. <laughs> No, I think I'm going to walk around like Vlad the Impaler until all the skin gets pecked off by Corvids. Right, there you and, go. And um, then when that's gone, I'll walk around like Hamlet. And I'll just recite poetry. Yeah, to my yeah, little poor skull. I'm going to keep her nose here. Do it, that's good. Yeah, just drill the holes. But yeah, wear a mask first. Yeah, don't, do, don't do the bone shit. Safety first. Safety first. <laughs> so how do you find the balance like when it comes to pricing your pieces? Because I feel like that's like forever a problem in artistic endeavors. Somebody sees a thing that you have for sale for $100, and they're like, that's so fucking expensive. But you paid all this money and invested all this time. Like, right. You... And, that's, and that's something that that's another reason why I was really afraid to have an Etsy store because I was afraid it would be unsuccessful because 
I, um, to, to backtrack a little bit, I go to a craft fair every year with my family, and it's the Belt Buckle Craft Fair. And for a long time, it was a lot of like homemade craft things that people were um, yeah, no, playing fuzzy <laughs> with you under the table. <laughs> How's it going, girl? Hell um, yeah! <laughs> um, so I go to this craft fair every year, and it's a lot of like homemade stuff that people make. And then it's on, on one end, and then the other end is a lot of like bizarre and random supplies and bullshit from China. Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever, it's fine. Um, which that but stuff is gonna support those sweatshops, right? So that stuff is like extraordinarily cheap, and the price reflects it. Like it's just really crappy stuff, and so you get it for ninety nine cents. Whereas this thing is like you know one hundred and seventy five dollars, right? The problem is this guy spent like sixteen hours making it, so he's probably not even making as much as he would be making at like a minimum wage job. Yeah. Whenever you put all the factors into it, and I was at one of these people's booth one time. And I was really admiring this guy's like clay art. It was these really cool clay head things that were like different characters. You had Pennywise and you had like a Frankenstein. You had different monsters oh, and stuff. Cool. It was super great. And they had extra eyeballs and weird crap coming out of their heads. They're very small. And they were like, you know, maybe 60, 70 yeah. bucks. For people outside of the state, Bell Buckle is a, a rural town that holds this fair. It is. It's tiny yeah. and they have a lot of like really cool uh, old houses. Um, but... I heard this lady walking away from his booth as I was walking, like, kind of behind her. And he's like, and she goes, why would those be so expensive? It's just clay. I'm like. No, it's time. No, you got to mold it and then you got to fire it. Like, it's a whole thing. Like, it's not just clay. It's, it's, you know, it's the supplies and it's the time. And if you went to college for something like that, then that's your degree. And it's, and it's all these different factors. And so I got, I get discouraged by stuff like that because people don't see all the things that go into it. And so I've had a lot of people come up to me and they're like, Hey, your necklace is really cool. I want one. I can give you $11 for it. I'm like, but this took six hours. Well, not, not even the I time. I catch a lot of shit for the Madman Diaries sitting on Amazon at 15 bucks. And it's like, that was a year of my life. Right. Was- <laughs> not even the time you invest into it. The actual pieces that you bought to make it mm-hmm. probably cost you a good 50, oh. 60 bucks or more. Oh, yeah, so, they do. Like, and you have to have some kind of profit. Yeah, and, and I 100% agree with that. But, then, but I'll feel like the problem with a lot of, like... The art, not artistic community, but like the artistic audience, I guess, mm. the people that we make things for. Not the people we make things for. The people we make things for keep their fucking mouths closed and go, it's worth it or it is. Right, but the people that, like, I guess the auxiliary people, they're like, oh, that's cool, I want to have it. Yeah, the average consumer. Yeah, the the, the other people who are like, oh, that's a cool thing. And then they don't, they don't. (laughs) <laughs> they don't see what goes into it and they don't especially if they don't know you they don't know like the struggle that you've had like making it and buying all things for it and stuff but like oh that's a cool thing I'll give you 20 bucks I'm like eh. and that's and it's frustrating it's really like it's really almost insulting whenever oh I have ripped a hole in my nail <laughs> bleeding I have a um, nail grinder oh cool for the dog um <laughs> Do you have a knife on you by chance? I do. I have clippers why would you use a knife? it's just you I just have clippers Jesus um, yeah uh don't bleed out on me. I'll try not to. Grab me a beer while she's cutting her fingernails <laughs> Jesus <off>. Christ. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what are we talking about? You going to paint the rest of your nails? Oh, I, well, they were <laughs> painted. I'm going to paint them with blood. <laughs> we uh, making you nervous, love? You all right? I'm, I'm perfectly fine. This is actually really fun. No, it's a blast, isn't it? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's my problem is I don't, know how, I don't have a clue how to so um, This is why I want to first aid kit. Both of you are dangerous people. We're bipolar! <laughs> it gives me shivers. 
shit because I have a first aid kit in my car. I have a first aid kit in my backpack, and I have a first aid kit in my desk. And he's like, I'm fine. It's like, no, you're bleeding. I know how to make. I know how to fix a sucking gunshot wound with a playing card. I can do some crazy shit. You alright? Yeah, we're good. I just... Need a bandage or anything? Oh, you are bleeding. I am bleeding. Why would you lie about that? (laughs) I think we got some over the top of the stove. For the record, I didn't stab Shelby. Shelby stabbed (laughs) herself. I just apparently just ripped off my fingernail, just like absentmindedly, like you do. Yeah, quit fucking with it. Ah. Get you a bandage or a piece of paper towel or something. Okay. <laughs> Point of the story is, I'm terrible at pricing my own stuff because, especially since recently I've been selling to friends, like, I, I will always... Well, selling to friends is the hardest. I've given away more books than I ever sold. You know, like, I probably sold 250 of those things, and I've probably given out 300 of well, those guys. you have your selection of all the band-aids you could ever hope for. People are like, I'm going to pay you 10 bucks, and I was like, pay me whatever you want to, I'm... Given up on myself and uh, made the money back. I have no hope anymore. But I feel like 15 bucks is actually super cheap. For I may have just but it's a very around. small so book. <laughs> I paid less than 15 bucks for the Hunter Thompson book that was like 400 pages and had a lot of intensive research. Well, we were talking about that. But we live in a Netflix country where people expect to pay $15 for an entire month's worth of entertainment that involves hundreds of people, right? So you're trying to pass off a sculpture or you're trying to pass off a film, or you're trying to pass off a book, and you're saying, give me that same amount of money for a much the price shorter of a experience. cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2019 is a weird point to be an artistic person. Mm-hmm. You got Donald Trump, so it's a great time to be an autistic person. <laughs> just fucking late in it. Uh, I have an autistic... If, if, oh, yeah. Yeah, read uh, it. Autism crawfish boil. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm very supportive of That's the good. legitimate autistic community, but the country's all fucking retarded. No, I'm <laughs> uh, we are not going on a rant right now. <laughs> Bad place for rants. That's why we love it. Oh Have goodness. you had that issue though? Like anybody who's bought any of your stuff been like, oh, that's kind of expensive. Like, no, no, so 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 far. I I gave you a price and I doubled down on what I paid. Yeah, I did that for our composer for our film too. He was like, oh, I'll do it for 50 bucks. I was like, that's way too cheap. Like, I'm not paying you 50 bucks. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, this much, this much, uh, 120 bucks. He's like, okay, so 200 is fine. I'm like, that's not what I say. He's like, no, 200. I'm like, okay. And then I ended up still, because it took me like 18,000 years to make it. I'm pretty sure you guys like broke up and then by the time that I made it, you guys were back together again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, like, do you still want these lamps? And I was like, yes. So, so yeah, I haven't had any problem with people so far because for the most part, the only people that I've sold to have been people that I know just mm-hmm. coming up to me like, hey, I really like your thing. Can you make me something with a, what you call it, and a hoozy was it? And so I'll do that. And then um, what I usually do is I see what type of like price range that people are comfortable with. And then I find things that are like lower than that price range so that I can make it within that price yeah. range. Um, but I don't think for the future, whenever I do have a shop that I will take commissions from strangers because that's harder to do. People are less. No, you shouldn't take commissions. You should keep doing the work that you want to do. Yeah, and then just sell it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna make whatever it is that I want to make and be like, oh, this looks cool together. That's the I'll nice thing I feel like about Etsy shops for the most part. Like some of them like do custom work to an extent. Like I bought Brett a uh, Ted Bundy like 
Let me, yeah, I gotta show uh, you. It's, oh. like a, it's like a wooden, like they burned <laughs> the picture of Ted Bundy onto it, and like, so like to some extent, like they do a little bit of custom work, but like depending on the size, you're still paying the same price right. either way. But like for the most part, like Etsy's like, this is what I have for sale, buy it or don't buy it. That's right. it. So like that's the nice that's thing about cool. that. Yeah, it's like from underneath the table when he's in prison. I like that. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, I bought that on Etsy. So, like, that, that is, I feel like, versus just having a shop people come into, like, the nice thing about Etsy, it's like, look, this is what I have. If you right. don't like it, you're welcome to go to a different site. Right. And since, another thing that I'm concerned about, since I'm doing the art show or the art expo in November, I'm going to be bringing my, my man friend with him. My man friend, um, Turner, he does asset protection management at Walmart, so he has to deal with people being shitheads all the time. Yeah. So, stealing shit. Stealing stuff. She all works in a <laughs> hospital, you work in a Walgreens, I work in a pawn shop. We got a lot in common with Turner. <laughs> <laughs> great, great people. Um, yeah, it's it, where the art comes from. If we were happy, we wouldn't be this good at what no, we do. would be terrible. Right? <laughs> um, but he uh, is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Confrontational is not the right word, but like he can be stern with a person. And ready to go. Ready to go. So, like, I have um, employed him to uh, deal with people that really want to haggle with me, and I don't want to haggle with anybody because this is how much it costs. Puff the chest up right? and be like, look, bro, it's $50. Right? Well, I went to a, an art show um, last, like, June or July with a guy who I was not dating at the time, and that was a, just a horrible idea. Crap person. Anyway, um... So, uh, went fuck to, you, dude. <laughs> I went to I went to the thing with him, and there was this lady who had like a bunch of jewelry, and then she had this enormous piece of labradorite, which is not cheap. Mm -hmm. It was huge, and it was very pretty. It's stone. a really pretty stone. It's like really flashy and pretty. Okay, what colors? It's like green with gray and like flashy gold, and sometimes okay. purple. Uh, so it was really pretty, and he, and she was he, yeah he asked the lady he's like how much is that and she's you know however much seventy five dollars he's like. What about fifty dollars? That shit's not cheap. And I'm like, so it's not cheap. And she, so she was like, mm, no. He's like, come on. And then there was like a twenty minute exchange with them, like her, her with her going, I don't think so. And then him going, how about how about this much? I was so uncomfortable because I know that if I were in her position, I would just want him to leave. Yeah. And so I was. I, that's why I employed him. I'm like, so if there are these people here that don't understand why I'm telling them that no, I don't want to take thirty seven dollars less than what I have, you know, priced my stuff at. I need you to make them go away. That's, that's do you, do you approach him with a, this is what I would like, this is what I will accept, and nothing less? Yeah, I think I might do that. Like, in case there are things, like, with the really expensive stuff, I might do that a little bit. Like, you know, if it's a $5 necklace, it's just going to get a $5 necklace. Yeah. You ain't giving me three fifty for a $5 <laughs> necklace. But, like, if something, like, super expensive, and I know that, like, I want this much for it, but I can take... You know, yeah, like, if you got 120, but you take 100. Yeah, like if, if someone offers me 115, I'd be like, okay, cool. But like if you know someone's like 87, I'd be like, mm, yeah, honey, can you fuck off? I can right. get rid of this. It's like yeah. a $15 profit for me, and that's not happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's another concern I have is people that don't take the art seriously, and they're like, yeah, we'll just pay. Well, they don't take the art seriously. They don't take you seriously. But yeah. the problem with um, artistic people is like. A, it, we don't take ourselves seriously. Oh, enough. No, I've, I've had this conversation with you just the other night where I was sitting there like, am I a good writer? And she was yeah. like, that's literally a all you stupid question. Do you know what Am I going to give up is? and become a fucking Instagram model? That ain't going to fucking happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You got the cheekbones for it. You got to take off. Do what? You got the cheekbones for it. Yeah, it's, a, it's all it is. The jawline. 
I'm all set. So are you Got allowed? Got punched just enough times. Oh. <laughs> are you allowed to talk about the expo? Like, what is it? No, oh, I want to yeah. talk. I want. I want to end on the yeah. It's, like it's the um, oddities and curiosities expo. Um, and it's in Nashville? No, it's actually the, the one that I'm going to, that I'm going to be the vendor at is in Atlanta and it's a traveling expo. So they have it in different states like every month. And then I know in November is the one in Atlanta. So that one was relatively close. This one, this particular one that I'm doing is not hosted in Nashville. There's a different oddities expo that is being hosted in Nashville in October that I'm going to go to, but I'm not going to be a vendor at. Um, so, so in November, do you, do you know the day? Uh, 16th, I think. It's, November yeah. 16th. I think so. If um, you're in fucking Atlanta. <laughs> do you have to pay to rent a booth? You do. It's, so that's all the more reason to not fucking haggle prices. You're having yeah, to pay no, to be there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, don't be a be dickhead if you go visit Shelby at this You don't believe in yourself enough to own a booth. So, like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking down so how to did me you find for, it? son? Uh, so, there was this girl I'm friends with, and she had, like sent me a Facebook link to something similar. And I want to say that I was like on the Facebook and you know how it has like these other things you might be interested in. And also, uh, I think that was one of them. And I was like, okay, that sounds the cool. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did some research on it. I was like, hey, this sounds neat. And so um, I you know, did more research on it. And a lot of it is like, there's some taxidermy and there's some, there's a lot of like creepy dolls and there's like a sideshow act that they do and like weird sculpture stuff and cool t-shirts and you no, know, just, just different stuff. But apparently it's got like, it's like 10,000 people or something or more. That's all awesome. awesome. oh, do it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So how I many think, pieces are you going to be selling? Do I don't think? know. Do you get like a ballpark? Like how much do you want? Um, so I have uh, a 10 by 10 booth. You can either get a six foot table, a 10 by 10 booth or a 10 by 20 booth. 10 by 20 booth is like super expensive. So I was like, okay, 10 by 10 booth. Um, so it was whatever, how many, many tables I can fit in there and however much stuff I can fit on those tables. So I have no idea. If you want to help Shelby out, you should definitely, for the love of Christ, go to that <laughs> fucking expo and... Uh, when did you say it was? November, um, November 16th. I'm relatively sure it's November 16th. I can actually look at yeah, it. Yeah, definitely Georgia. look that up so we can get it definitely. Atlanta, day. Georgia. Yeah, no, we're, we're trying to boost out around August, but... I, I would fucking no. I, I would love to be there. I'll fight people on your behalf. <laughs> yes, fight people. Fight people yeah. for me. I'll fucking um, I'll flirt with girls that are walking through the expo, throw a bee necklace on them, and there beat up go. their boyfriend. You know, <laughs> be like I beat up your man. All the better. That necklace is fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, so it's Saturday, November sixteenth, the Atlanta Oddities and Curiosity Expo. It's the at the Atlanta Convention Center. Is it gonna have like a? Will your booth have like a sign with your? Company name? Um, ooh, that's a good question. So there are all these things that like you don't think Do you about have until a graphic someone else. Designer? No, I have. I'm gonna hook you up with the graphic sounds good. designer. Cool, because um, my man friend made me like some business cards, and they're really yeah. great business cards. I just don't know anybody who would make like a, a bigger thing. I know the person who made our yeah whole banner. Yeah. And I just and it's the stuff that I just don't think about. All I all I can really think about is like, okay, I'm gonna make this cool thing. But other people are like, so what are we gonna put them in? Like packaging do you have packages I'm how are like, you going to oh, transport oh, that shit how are you going to take it there how are people going to take it home with them do you have like you know like little boxes do you, you have bags. anything like, no I don't <laughs> wow and it's, it's just things that you, I just haven't thought of because all I'm thinking about is the art aspect of it I'm not thinking about the other stuff um, and I've been 
researching kind of how other people do their stuff. Like I've been looking at other oddities expos on how like people set up their booths and stuff, but what I think is more visually appealing, whereas some people do it kind of like in a I've never done kind of anything way. like that. I don't like what, like what is the appeal? So like, you can have all the space in the world in a boring ass project. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Is I've seen several past. things like that where it's just like, if, for instance, if it's t-shirts and they're yeah. all like laid well, out we flat. We grew up right? in the Nashville area where you, like the homeless guitar player with four strings on his guitar can pull a crowd of thirty people. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so I, personally, what I like um, whenever they do like the more visually appealing stuff is is. It looks like an antique store. Like, you know how it's just like, mm -hmm. like, it's like random bullshit, but it's like a lot of random bullshit. And it's all like stacked up and it's like over here and then the, it's just all over the place. And it looks really cool because of like how you've set it out and it's just, you know, cool, neat things together. Mm -hmm. As opposed to like straight lines and things are orderly. organized. Yeah, it doesn't look as cool whenever you've organized it that well. Yeah. So I think that's going to be my technique is just random bullshit all over the place. Yeah. But building up, building upwards, always, always upwards. No, <laughs> forever. I think you definitely have a sign though, just because the name is kind of catchy. So you should have like a, a logo of like curious. Corvette. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Stevie. I'm gonna see if Stevie can help us out figuring out a banner. That'll Stevie, yeah. Stevie. She's the one who did my, uh, the the logo for the Nightmare Box. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, she's a graphic designer. She's also looking for work. So we'll. We'll pull some money together. We'll find you a banner. Don't worry about the banner, but tell me how big it needs to be. Uh, maybe six, like six feet. As six big as the table? How, how, six by. Six by like, I don't know. How big is. Four? Three and a half. <laughs> four, See, there's four, some, five. and that's another like reason why you don't fucking show up to these things and haggle. There's so much like thought you have to put into this that normal right. people don't think about like you gotta figure normal out like people no but i mean fucking like you gotta cheers to being god no it's an unintentional chair but like you gotta think about like oh if people are gonna pay in cash how am i gonna like break the change and then if they're gonna pay in cards how do i accept the payments like there's so much i have a thought. square reader and i've yeah, had that for one. several years i have one actually. too <laughs> i don't i've never actually a used what? it but i have one. a square reader one little chip thing swapping card you gotta plug it into your phone and swipe it but there's like so much shit you gotta like think about and worry about and the Square readers cost money too. They're they not do. free. You take so a percentage out of it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's why it's, it's not. People it's uncouth to ha haggle at places like. Okay, if you're at the flea market, sure. But if you're like at a specialized art event and it's not stuff they've bought from like some third world country or some crap, like pay what they're asking. Like it's not. It's not a thing. Come I can't. I, I wouldn't haggle with somebody in bell buckle, let alone fucking haggle alone. No. Like no. you, you're walking amongst the wolves. I feel like Atlanta. You're just a sheep out there going. Cool, these people like, do cooler shit. Though, though. So you're probably in. I feel, yeah, I feel like the, the crowd like, would be like. They do like, like Comic Con that, and all yeah. that crap. Like they have a lot of like cool people that are into that stuff. So you're probably in good company. I hope so. I think I think it'll be fine. I'm, I'm excited about probably it. Probably honestly better than doing the Nashville one. So that was probably a good choice. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually got denied for one, um, and it was one of the Bubble ones. Bubble was going to have like a night fair. And I was like, okay, like, cool night things. But apparently the, the demographic that they have is mainly, like, older ladies. <laughs> and so I was talking to skulls. Right, I was talking to the lady. She's like, well, it's a lot of older ladies that do this. And I don't really think that you would, I don't think you would make back the cost of it. They want your crocheted shit. Right, and I was like, oh, okay, that's a nice way of you saying just no thanks. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, which is part of the reason we want to leave Nashville isn't really the place to no, be. No, we're, we're getting the absolute <laughs> fuck out of it. But I, I've done 
work in Atlanta. It's like there are a lot of cool people there. Oh, that's good. I have a like one last big question. Do yes. we have a time check? I you're logged out, so I don't know. I don't have your passwords. This is the problem. I don't have a producer, so uh, my apologies for killing the tempo of the room here. We're at an hour fourteen. Ooh, so. Look at us go. Yeah, I, I promised you an hour. It's Brett's big question today, though. Um, it's not really a, a big, big question. Um, is there any significance to the stones? Because I know you have a history of that Wiccan kind of thing. Kind I of know thing. that the crystals, my sister drinks out of crystal like things, does the whole solstice, you know, so, erosion of the sins and stuff like that. Well, to some people, like, you can, so, like, yeah, yeah, different stones have different, different meanings and, and actually have a couple of vibrations or whatever. Um, and the, the, supposedly, like, the vibrations match different, like, vibrations of your body, and so, like, your different chakras would correlate to a different type of stone. I know that much. Um. Personally, no. I'm just like, this one's purple. Yay! Oh, so it is just for color. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if it was tied into Wiccan. Where oh, it's Lord, like, no. We're throwing them in amethyst because the I was amethyst like, I actually is have like, a couple of crystals. I have like a pink one that I can't remember what the stone is called. Rose but it's quartz. like, yeah, I think it's rose quartz. It's like emotional, like relationship healing and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, I've looked into it a couple of times, but my problem is, number one, I don't retain certain bits of information oh, very well. So either. I'm like, they do things. It's cool. I it's don't know. Pretty. It's shiny. Fine. I don't know. But like, I, I, personally, the Labradorite is my favorite. Labradorite is my favorite stone because it's um really flashy and pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It's if you if you've never seen Labradorite, go like Google it because it's super pretty. Um. The, the green yeah. ones are my favorite just because, like, that green color without no. spilling wine is <laughs> my favorite. Getting drunk. Gave <laughs> Shelby water. Got hammered. <laughs> really, this is just straight vodka. It's fine. Yeah. No, no, I wish, <laughs> oh, I my God. If it was, you're, <laughs> whole glass. you're on, like, your third glass. <laughs> I should have given you the, the further advance on the drink menu. My apology. This is your first guest, and you don't like beer, whiskey, or wine. So I like Moscato. That's about it. Because I'm. Basic. I was drinking Moscato. You came too late. She's, I'm trying to loose. like yeah. cut down on my sugar intake, so I'm slowly working to the I just, less it, sugary wine. It just wines. fights me. Like you, you drink it, and it's like <laughs> not a big fan of the. Pain I was drinking beverages. Moscato though. You're like a month too late. <laughs> but do you have a final thought for us, Shelby? Anything else that you'd like to say? Hmm. My only real thought is support your local artists. Mm-hmm. It's super important. Goddamn right. Yep. Even though your glass is empty. That's fine. I'll just. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Support your local artists, and and if you think about it, like you are willing to give your money to like these big corporations, and over the time you pay like crap tons of money to them, and it doesn't matter whatsoever because. To buy IKEA. Yeah. Like they've already got it. They've already got the money. They already have all of the wealth. And they're successful already, but if you can help someone else be successful and you can help someone else build their their customer base and, and, and really their livelihood because like it helps, you know, people like in small businesses, it, it, that's that's their money that they get, especially okay. if it's the business that they have decided to, to go into and not like a traditional job, like, you know, support, support well, them. But yeah. like the work that you do though, like those pieces, like realistically are probably worth several hundred dollars Probably like actually what you're quoting is a very cheap price for the like the cost of the 
the stuff that you put on it and then the mm -hmm. time that you've spent on it. Oh, so, I, like, I definitely plan whenever I have the actual thing. I'm going to probably charge like a little bit more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like realistically, like realistic money as opposed to, hey, this is the guy that I've known for forever. I'm just going to charge him like $3 a month. <laughs> if we're not just like flinging it all over the place, that thing's going to last forever. I bought a sweatshirt like off of Amazon that like shipped from China and like within the first week of owning it was like unthreading and I had to go back and re-sew it. Like, right. These things are like quality products that are going to, if you take care of them, last the rest of your life. Right. Like, give that to your grandkids or something. Yeah, like, like, here's my dead bird. Here you go. Artists oh. that hand make stuff, like, there's real. Yeah, love it's actually, that goes yeah. Into the good art. quality stuff, yeah. the good good ingredients that go into it. So, yeah, it, it's, it's better stuff that you're getting and the people actually cared enough to make it for you. So, yeah, definitely just support the. And, like you know. said, you, you put it together and undo it and put it together a hundred times. So, it's not like I slapped this shit together for a quarter. Here you go. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like crying. I'm like, this looks so bad. Oh my God. And then you finally put looks good. An incredible amount of effort into your work. And you have received next to none of the recognition that you deserve. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're looking for something crazy, I'm sure she'd be open for a crazy idea. You can yeah. find her at her email at thecuriouscorvid13 at gmail.com. Hit her up. Blow that goddamn email thing up. Give her another panic attack. Yeah, do it. Flip her out. <laughs> Hit her with the psychoest goddamn idea. Right? I want X, Y, Z. Like head of a hitchhiker. There you go. Fuck oh, it. God. Maybe not. Don't do that. It's fine. <laughs> no, you, 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 you do something incredible. But you also have a Facebook page. That's I do. It's the Curious Corvid uh, Facebook page. I want to say, if you can't find it, it may or may not have a 13 at the end. I don't actually remember what the actual <laughs> URL is because I think... It like needed a number. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm not the, good at this. <laughs> I'm just starting. The Instagram is the Curious Corvid, and you'll see a picture of Shelby on there, and yep. that's that's uh, your profile picture as of right now. And we're gonna get you a banner. We're gonna figure out that whole banner situation. You guys better go see her come November, because I swear to Christ, she does some of the coolest shit in the found art category, and. Uh, just doesn't make sense this is a city of music when you have people capable of doing something like that you know you have any no final thoughts i i'm i'm, I'm blown away thank you for coming on today that's Yay. fucking well, awesome thanks for inviting me this is super no, great i've never done anything a, like this i learned before. a whole shitload your, your we have stuff to is see. incredible though, thank for you for the record it's yeah. not mediocre by any means no, it's incredible I, so I brag about it alone in silence <laughs> <laughs> talking to nobody this shit's great it's i'm like, a big fan of the little geometric um what's the word terrarium yeah terrariums couldn't think of the yeah. word so I, I will probably buy one of those from you in the future because I think those are really pretty. And we, we didn't even have to bring up the time that you helped me scoop my guts out of Dakota's bathroom. So <laughs> it's, cake. it's not a cake. Honey, you ate cake. I did not eat cake. Yes, you did. You okay. got busted by mom halfway up the stairwell. <laughs> she was mad, but it's okay. She wasn't happy. Well, no. she's come to know She just looks grumpy. At the time, at the time, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a good situation. But um, no, go follow Shelby. Go. I swear to Christ, you'll not be disappointed. Fucking 
give her an idea, leave her alone for a year, a year and a half, and <laughs> yeah. eventually she'll get Eventually I'll come back to, to it. Yeah. And then when that Etsy shop is open, leave some fucking reviews. No, you yeah. open up the Etsy shop. If we know anybody who's willing to run that, I, I might actually know a guy mm-hmm. who is also into dead animals and is also really good with websites. I'm going to have to send him a message, and I might be able to get you a business partner. Mm. But we're going to figure some shit out, because what you do is is too beautiful to die in silence. So Yay! I'm such I, happy. We're going to figure it out. Um, but you can find us at we Instagram have a okay. on... And that would be at Nightmare Box Productions. Or Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Nightmare Box Productions. want to hit us up on YouTube... Might be uh, mine is youtube.com slash Kristen Pennington. I don't have a URL for ours. I forgot, I forgot the regular, <laughs> the regular line of shit. I know there's the nightmarebox.blog. Yeah, the nightmare do- the nightmarebox.blog <laughs> is the website. And then we have a Twitter at nightmareboxpro. And you can also email us at nightmareboxproductions at gmail. Shelby is once again the curious Corvid. 13 I- at gmail. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a relatively unique name if you go on Facebook and look up the Curious Corbin. I there's, doubt. Okay, so, there's so there is actually one other, other one him. and it's some like guy who like, does hiking or something. And I will fight him for money. <laughs> Podcast war. I'm gonna go, <laughs> gonna go beat him up real quick. <laughs> he doesn't even sell dead animals. He's not a crow. He ain't selling shit. He writes poetry and I do that better. So I'm coming at it's you. on site, guy. Yeah, this November, I'm coming at the other Curious Corvid. I'll beat your ass. Dog, you don't Shelby know is me. a lady, not a dude. So if you come across the dude, you're at the wrong side. Right, there you go. Um, Top of it's a big, big blue butterfly. So look for the butterfly. Yeah, no. Yeah, go out, find her stuff. Help yourselves, help each other. If you're local and you want to hang out, you know, uh, this is how fucking easy it is. So, I love you. I love you. And I love you. And I love you too. And I love you guys. Yay. And we'll talk to you later this week.